So we've got we've got the the people over here to my right, your left, memorizing and reciting their verses, and they're packed in a little bit like sardines. And uh, but you get to move in just a minute. So why are we doing this? Some of you might be wondering why in the world are we creating this moment of chaos in the midst of our service, and what's the goal? What's the big idea? The reason why we are doing this is because we were challenged uh, probably several years ago now by an organization called Piercing Word. And that organization exists to ignite a passion for God's Word in the hearts of God's people. And they do so by leading the way in Bible memory. And we've had them a couple different times join us and we've used them to introduce some of the shorter books that we have studied. We did so initially with the book of James and then we brought them back a second time and did so with the book of Philippians. The book of James being five chapters, Philippians being four. Um, I've not planned to have them come and do 1 Corinthians, which is 16, um, but that is where we're going come 2019 together. Uh, but they, in their demonstration and even in their instruction, gave us a challenge to be a people that would memorize God's word and to put emphasis on it and to have that be a part of our day and to hide God's word in our heart. And we don't want to just tell you to go and do that. We want to find ways that we can corporately do that here together with one another. And so where we've been able to, we can take some chunks of scripture and encourage men, women, young and old to memorize, and to then come and, in a group way, recite what it is that we have memorized. And so, thank you to all of you that have worked diligently. Thank you to all of you that scrambled this morning and uh, put it to memory. Um, But uh, just as a part of our morning here, as we think about giving thanksgiving, praise, we want to just have this be a part of what we do in our worship to the Lord. So, Miss Emma Gardner, will you come? You're starting us off. In the beginning, there was Emma. No, in the beginning, there was... Go right ahead. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the, of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God separated the light from the darkness, and he saw that it was good. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse, and it was so. And God called the expanse heaven, and there was morning, and there was evening the second day. And God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth. And the waters gathered together, he called seas. And God saw that it was good. 
And God said, let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, fruit trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind on the earth. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the third day. And God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons, and for days and years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth. To rule over the day and over the night and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. And God said, let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters of the sea, and let birds multiply on the earth. And it was evening, and it was morning, the fifth day. And God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kind, livestock, and creeping things, and beasts of the earth. And it was so. And God created the beasts of the earth according to their kind, livestock according to their kind, and everything that creeps on the ground according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And then God said, let us create man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the, all of the earth, over the fishes of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, over the livestock, over all the earth, and everything that creeps along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And he blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heaven, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. And to every beast of the field and the earth, and to every bird of the earth, and to everything that crawls along the earth, I have given every green plant for their food, and it was so. And, what does it say? God saw everything.
everything that he made. And behold, it was very good. And there was evening and morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the hosts of them. And on the seventh day God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy. For on that day God, from all the work that he had done in his creation, so these are the generations of the heavens and the earth, when they were created in the day that the Lord made the heavens and the earth. And every plant in the field before it was in the ground, and every herb of the field before it grew, for the Lord God had not yet caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was no man to till the ground. But there went up a mist out of the earth and watered the face of the whole ground. Then the Lord God formed a man of the dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living creature. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made to spring up every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the, of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed out of Eden to the water of the garden, and there it divided and became four rivers. The name of the first is Pishon, the one that flowed around the whole land of Havalia, where there is gold. And the gold of that land was good. Bedellium and onyx stone were there. The name of the second river is Gahan, and is the one that flowed around the whole land of Cush. The name of the third river is Tyrus, which runs along the east of Asher. The fourth river is Uranus. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge and good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Now out of the ground the Lord God created every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens, and he brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. And the man gave names to all livestock and the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field, but as for Adam, a helper could not be found fit for him. So the Lord God caused a man to fall into deep sleep, and while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. 
Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife. They shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat of the fruit, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the fruit was good for food, and it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was able to make one to desire to be wise, she took of its fruit and she ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened. They knew that they were naked. They sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord called to the man, and he said, Where are you? The man says, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock, and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you will go, and dust you will eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring. He will crush your head, and you will bruise his heel. To the woman he said, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. 
Your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. And to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat of, cursed is the ground because of it. In pain you shall eat all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. The man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife, oh yeah, what garments of skins and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us in knowing good and evil. Now lest he reach out his hand and take also of the tree of life and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out from the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he was taken. He drove out the man. And at the east of the Garden of Eden, he placed a cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every which way to guard the way to the tree of life. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. And enjoy doing that together. I really do. It's one of my, one of my favorite things that we've done in smaller chunks of scripture that we've taken a peek at.